Your habits create the condition of your heart. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp of AliciaVSharp.com. And today we have Pastor Stephen Furtick, and he's going to do a three-part message. And today will be part one, and he's talking to us about three habits of a healthy heart. It's a great message, really inspired me. Here's Stephen. I said, how many know real lasting change has to happen in your heart? Can't just be in your behavior. You really have to fundamentally change your belief. And that's kind of what the psalmist is talking about in Psalm 119, verse 112. There aren't many chapters in the Bible that have 112 verses. I think Psalm 119 is on record as the longest chapter in the Bible. It's constructed grammatically in a specific way that we won't go into in this class. I kind of want to teach a little bit today, if that's all right. Is it all right if I don't even shout or holler or anything? If you wanted to hear me holler, you should have come to the praise party. We had an amazing time saying good morning, midnight, because we welcomed not only a new year, but we welcomed our challenges this year, knowing that often our calling is contained in our challenges if we learn how to see it correctly. Everything begins with perspective. and The perspective of the psalmist in Psalm 119 is kind of all over the place. I think he's dealing with some inner issues and getting beyond the grammar of the psalm we can know a little bit of the intention of it because the psalmist says in 112 I incline my heart to perform your statutes forever to the end forever to the end I want this to last I don't just want to see some changes in my life for a few weeks in January come on somebody I didn't hand them my gym membership and sign up for a year just to be eating chocolate by Valentine's Day. I want to see some lasting change in my life this year. The psalmist said, I incline my heart. It has to happen within, not just the behavior, but the belief that drives the behavior has to change or the change won't stay. We found this out over and over again. Every new year, we learn it again. And so lasting change is what I'm after, and I incline my heart. Interesting choice of words. If you incline something, that means that it was naturally not in that position. That means you had to act upon it in order to orient it in a different direction. Right? So we don't incline something that's already upright. Must have meant that his heart was declined. And the problem with a lot of us is we go through life reclined. <laughs> that is just however we wake up, that's how we stay. However we feel, that's how we act. The psalmist said, I act upon my attitude, and I incline my heart. Did you know you're in charge of your heart? Quit saying people broke your heart. They can't break it if you don't give it to them. Hey, hey. And so he said, I'm setting my heart in the direction of heaven. I wonder, is your heart set in a divine direction today? Incline my heart. I don't think this is something you do like one time, you know? 
you just incline your heart to God when you were 12 at summer Bible camp and you never were tempted again. I think we want it to be that way. I want it to be like the infomercial. Do you remember the infomercial with the rotisserie, showtime rotisserie oven? And the man said, set it and, and forget it. That's how I want my heart to be, like that infomercial. Set it and forget it. I want my heart to just stay there, you know? Just, hey, I went to church first Sunday in January. That ought to get me by. I said it, but the psalmist said it's not enough to set it and forget it. He said it, it's more like you set it, you check it, you reset it, you check it, because all through your day and all through your year, your heart is going to be tempted to decline to a default position. And maybe it's a default position of discouragement or despair or dysfunction. But when you take charge of your heart, touch your neighbor and say, take charge of your heart. That's what the writer of Proverbs said. It's not, it's not just the psalmist that did it. The writer of Proverbs said, guard your heart. It's your heart. And that's where the issues of life flow from. So before we can get the windows working, we got to get our hearts open. Hey, man, the doctor was fussing at me a couple months ago about my cholesterol. Let's me know I'm getting on up there in age. I never had a conversation like this with the doctor before. And he just talking, talking, blah, 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 LDL, HDL, triglyceride, all this stuff. And I know he could tell he wasn't getting through to me because he took a real drastic turn. He said, Hey, I don't want you to be one of those guys who looks real fit on the outside, which made me feel happy that he said that about me. But then one day you're just outside running and you just fall over of a heart attack. And to listen to me. And I, I corrected him. I said, Doctor, I know you got some degrees that I don't have and all that, but you're wrong about that. I don't run. So if I fall over, it's not gonna be <laughs> on cardio. But he said, You can be blocked on the inside, look good on the outside. And be successful and fall over. And be sexy and fall over. And be married and fall over. Come on, get a promotion and fall over. Be religious and fall over. It has to happen in the heart. But it doesn't start with the heart, it starts with the habits. Your habits create of your heart. It is good. Every once in a while, you got to stop and clap for the word God speaks through you. I feel like God is going to help somebody set your heart on things above. Get your heart set in the right direction, but it's going to require some habits. And they're all right there in the psalm. I, I want to read you the next two verses because my three habits are right there in the verses. Forever to the end, I set my heart to perform. Your statutes, I hate. This is 113. I hate, I hate. What's that word doing in the Bible? I thought we were supposed to love everything. No, I hate the double minded, but I love your law. I don't think we should go on until we talk about that. He said, I hate this. I hate the double minded. I hate, and it's not a person I hate, it's I hate the condition of double mindedness. 
I, I hate it. And, and see, the, the, thing about, the thing about hate is um, hate is the most powerful motivation to change, not love. And so before you start with wanting to reach your goals, maybe the first thing for you to do is, is to make a decision about some things that you hate. And it's going to be complicated because, you know, as for me, I have a love-hate relationship with some of the things. I, I feel kind of like David. Uh, one time, David's son Absalom died, and Joab came to him. He said, your son is dead, and David started weeping. And Joab was mad because Absalom was trying to take the throne from David. And so Absalom had become David's enemy, but David's heart was connected to Absalom. So he was crying, and Joab said, you need to get it together. You hate those who love you, and you love those who hate you. You hate what's trying to deliver you, and you love what's trying to destroy you. And I feel that way about certain things in my life, certain actions, certain behaviors in my life. I love how they feel for a minute, but I hate the crash. And certain things in my life, I hate how they feel when I'm doing them. I hate the plank. Exhibit A, I mean, I, I was for years, I was one of these people, I would tell you to your face, I hate to exercise. You can go back and watch my sermon videos from three years ago. I would stand on the stage and say, I hate to exercise. You know why I hated it? Because it wasn't a habit. I didn't do it enough to love it. I hated it. But you don't have to accept your default attitude toward anything. I incline my heart. I'm going to teach today. You came out? I'm going to make it worth your while. I'm going to teach today. Get that elevation pin ready. We're going to burn it up today. You can get a new one next week. I grew, I grew to hate. I think the moment of realization for me was when I was paying Andy $450 to come over to my house and let my pants out. I hated it. I looked at Andy and I said, I hate this man. I could be using this money to buy new clothes, and I'm paying it to you to make my clothes bigger. I hate this. And he said, Hey, keep eating. It's job security for me. That's what my tailor said. I said, No, man, I hate this. I hate this feeling. And and sometimes, sometimes before you can make a change. You have to be motivated by, I know it's a strong word, it's not very pastoral. You have to hate it. You have to hate it. You have to, you have to hate self-pity. And the problem with hating self-pity is, ooh, it feels good like a bag of Doritos on your tongue. See, it's not that I hate the taste of Doritos, I just hated what it did to my waist. This is so good. Sounds simple, but it's real deep. He said, I hate the double-minded. I love your law. Before I can do what I love, I have to know what to hate. I hate this. I, I hate the way… I, I hate the way… Watch, watch. I, I love what it does for me, but I hate what it does to me. It's a complicated relationship. 
a bag of Doritos does something for me. It might not do anything for you. It does something for me. I have a long-standing relationship with carbohydrates. They have been there for me in the midnight hour when I couldn't call on anybody else. I could call on chocolate. So I love it. But I hate, I love what it does for me, but I hate what it does to me. That was Pastor Stephen Furtick, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Stephen Furtick, Three Habits of a Healthy Heart. You can also find out more information about him at his website, stephenfurtick.com, and he is the pastor of Elevation Church in Charlotte, so you can look them up as well. Lots of materials. He's a great pre- uh, pastor and teacher and just a man of God. So hope you had a great day. Hope you enjoyed the clip, and I will see you again tomorrow for another episode of Morning Moxie. God bless. Mm-hmm.